What's up, guys? Will the High Brewer here. Happy freaking Monday. Uh, well, I guess I should say happy Tuesday because that's when you're going to be hearing this. But I'm recording it on Monday, so get over it. Happy Monday. Um, sitting here, sipping on a magically delicious, uh, and I'm not making that up. This beer is called Magically Delicious. It is a hazy oatmeal IPA by Evil Genius Brewing out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, I think they actually brewed this back in March, if I'm not mistaken, for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, the date on the bottom of the can says 3-12-2018. So a little over a month old, just at a month, uh, still drinking very fresh. Um, This IPA has lactose and Lucky Charms cereal as well as Mosaic and Chinook hops. Um, Chinook, Chinook, whatever. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Going into this beer, I did not have high expectations just because uh, it's an IPA with Lucky Charms, and I thought, what the hell is that about? Other than a neat label and a marketing gimmick. However, basically as soon as I poured it, uh, I got a huge hit of pineapple, uh, like passion fruit, very tropical hop flavors, uh, aroma rather, just filled the room, uh, and it goes right through to the flavor. Uh, it's a nice, bright, hazy still, uh, packaged well. Hasn't hurt, hasn't, I, I mean, I assume, I didn't try it fresh, but I would assume it hasn't lost a step uh, given the month old, but who knows, it could have been even better uh, back in March, which is hard to imagine because it is drinking so good right now. Wow, 7.2%. There's a sweetness, and it could just be in my head, but there's almost like a a vanilla, almost like marshmallow sweetness to it that I don't normally pick out. I know lactose is going to leave a little bit of sweetness there, but to me it's just a little bit more sweet than what I would expect to get from lactose in an IPA, so I'm wondering if maybe... From the Lucky Charms cereal, if there's some sort of artificial sweetener or some sort of flavors coming through from that, I don't know. But uh, it is very good, uh, very juicy, very fruity, hop flavors, very smooth, not bitter. Um, color me impressed. So, moving right along from that, hope your week's going well. Uh, mine is going pretty well. I actually had some good news this past weekend. I finally managed to sell this. Let me let me say this first. This podcast might be a little bit. It's going to be some homebrewing. It's going to be a little bit of just uh, life uh, and just random banter. So if you appreciate that kind of stuff, that's awesome. Uh, stick around. If you don't, uh, I'm sorry, but listen anyway. So for about uh, six months now, I've been trying to sell a motorcycle. Uh, and I guess because of winter and the economy, or I don't know, uh, but I've had a tough time selling it. Um, pretty nice bike, nice uh, Harley Davidson. Uh, wasn't asking a crazy price for it or anything like that, but I just felt like the market wasn't there. But uh, much to my surprise, this past weekend, I finally had a buyer contact me and uh, we worked out a deal and I got that puppy sold. So, um, which I've been needing to do for a while. So I got a little bit of extra cash flow from that, which I'm excited about. I picked up a new 
webcam, which you might have saw in the thumbnail if you were really paying attention. Uh, it was on sale on Amazon, 50% off. Uh, I think it was originally like 100 bucks. It was on sale for 50 And the reason I bought it, I record most of my videos with myself. Or not most. I record all my videos with myself on actually. It's a Galaxy Note 8. Uh, and it does a really pretty good job uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, obviously, there's better quality footage and videos and cameras and things like that. But for what I'm doing and for my purposes and for my level of... Uh, kind of how financially I want to dive into media and production at this point in time, it serves me fine. But I was kind of playing with the idea of doing a Twitch stream of Brew Day on National Homebrew Day. That's going to be Monday, May 7th. Uh, I know I've mentioned that before and I've made posts about it, so please keep that in mind. If you're not on Twitch, uh, I don't even know that you have to actually create a Twitch account to watch someone Twitch stream. I'm not, I'm in no way uh, an experienced Twitcher. Do you even call that a, is that what you call it? Twitcher? I don't even know. Uh, I don't spend any time. I've never been on there. I don't think I've ever watched a Twitch stream. I kind of know what it is, but I haven't really ever watched one, but I've been playing with it a little bit. Uh, I think it's a cool avenue, something fun I could get into. I don't think there's a lot of homebrewers doing that. I think it'd be a cool way to interact, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I set it up. I did one video unboxing some stuff just to kind of see how the whole stream thing works, how I can archive the videos, stuff like that. Um, if you search Hi Hat Brewing on Twitch, I think you should be able to find it. I've also shared the link multiple times on the Facebook page, so just go over there and find a post with it. Um, one on Instagram as well. So I'm thinking I'm going to brew a. Uh, barley wine i've had a i've had it in my head that i want to do a barley wine for a while now and i've got some ideas from one that i tasted from a homebrew get together at extreme brewing in laurel delaware uh a while back that was really good actually a single malt so i think i'm going to try that out do a long extended boil uh, a few other fun things still piecing together the ingredients for that but anyway i noticed doing the twitch stream from my computer uh, so there's two options. You can stream with your phone. They've actually made it to where that's doable now. Uh, but I don't really want, I don't like the idea of having to record on my phone for several hours without, you know, without having it available if I need it for something. So I don't really want to do it that way. The only other option I have before purchasing this webcam was the built-in camera that's on the back of my, uh, here's another fun fact. Um, I feel like I'm all over the place, but this is related. I just thought of it because of it. So all the videos, if you've watched any content, if you've seen any edited photo, video content, upload, stream, you you know, anything I've done for Hi-Hat Brewing has been completely and 100% rendered through a Microsoft Surface tablet. So all the videos I've rendered, um, I use Adobe Premiere. That's all been done through a Surface Pro tablet, which if you know anything about computers, uh, if you just want to watch Netflix or like type a document, it works great. Actually, I've had this computer for, I guess you can call it a computer. Uh, I've had this thing for like four years now, and it it really hasn't given me any problems at all. It's an amazing product in my opinion. Um, but if you're going to edit videos, it is far, far, far under powered for that um it takes me you know anywhere just most of my videos average like 15 to 20 minutes long it could easily take me over a day so over 24 hours for my my tablet to render that video uh 
uh, in Adobe Premiere, but you know, sacrifice to win. So, um, anyway, the only other option I have for Twitch streaming is the built-in webcam that's on the back of the tablet. So that's what I use to record that unboxing video. That's why it looks like I recorded it with a calculator. Um, it's super blurry, super crappy quality. I don't want that for my first official long, you know, homebrew Twitch stream. So I was looking into webcams or some sort of affordable cameras to pick up, and I ran across this Logitech uh, C920 on Amazon. Had really good reviews. Uh, they market it as being great for Twitch or Skype or whatever. It's 1080p full HD. It's got a 15 megapixel camera built in, autofocus. It's got mics built in even. Um, so my original plan was to just use it for Twitch, but I might actually end up using it in some video recordings as well. Um, perhaps I could even record these podcasts and upload upload those on YouTube or something. You know, I'm always looking for new ways to kind of create content. Uh, I know a lot of podcasters record themselves podcasting, which is a little bit redundant in my opinion. I, I feel like you're probably going to pick one way or the other. You're either going to listen or you're going to watch. Um, for me, I like listening to podcasts, but I suppose there's people that like watching them. Uh, and I know lots of people upload those on YouTube. So that might be something I do actually in the future. I'll try it out. But Nonetheless, I picked up the uh, webcam to use for Twitch streams, and I might use it for some video footage as well. But I'm hoping that that really amps up the quality compared to that first video. But the reason I brought up YouTube is because, as I was saying, if you don't have a Twitch or you have no interest in getting on Twitch to watch uh, me brew a beer or to you know just kind of chime in uh, in the future... I am going to be attempting, I believe, to archive the Twitch streams on the Hi-Hat Brewing YouTube channel. Currently, there's one video on the YouTube channel. Uh, as you know, I do not upload my videos to YouTube. Uh, it's just something I decided when I first started. I just kind of wanted to uh, explore the idea of keeping videos on Facebook and kind of you know, focusing in on that avenue of outreach versus YouTube. Uh, I feel like YouTube is getting really saturated. I feel like they've um, changed up their algorithms and their um, just the way that you reach new new videos and stuff like that on YouTube. I feel like it's getting they're getting so sort of enamored with with new content creators in all genres and and, and avenues and hobbies and things like that, not just home brewing. Um. It's just, I don't know, every time I get on there, it's hard for me to really find someone new because they all just kind of seem like the same. I don't I don't know. And maybe that's just me being pessimistic, but I still watch a ton of YouTube videos, including homebrewing channels. But I just wanted to try to differentiate a little bit. So I keep my videos on Facebook. I find that they're easier to share that way and comment and interact with people. Uh, I don't really utilize the YouTube comment section that much or the like feature or any of that stuff. So... I don't know. It's just what I do. Uh, and I appreciate everybody that watches the, the Facebook videos, but I am going to be probably putting some content on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, like I said, probably, um, Twitch streams and maybe even some podcast videos in the future. So if anybody's listening to this and you think you would rather watch me talk than hear me talk, I can't imagine why, but <laughs> you know, leave a comment or something and let me know. Anyway, Second exciting update, speaking of crappy computer power, I bought a new laptop. Um, 
obviously I sold the motorcycle. I had a few extra doll hairs. Uh, I'm going to put a few back in savings and things like that. Some future purchases, uh, emergency funds. But I mean, I've been dealing with this tablet for, uh, over a year now with hi hat stuff, but, uh, several years as far as just having it, uh, I don't plan to get rid of it. I actually do enjoy it for things like, uh, schoolwork, um, as I said earlier, watching Netflix, watching YouTube videos, things like that. It's very portable. It works great. It's fast. Uh, it boots up quick. It's got decent space, um, good screen. It's touch screen, you know, all that kind of stuff. So with travel and with, you know, just normal computer activity, it works good for that. I'll probably keep it for that. Uh, but for video editing and uploads and rendering and stuff like that, I'm going to use the new laptop that I just bought. So uh, I did some shopping around some searching. Uh, I won't bore you with all the technical uh, details unless you're interested in that. If you are, DM me. We'll talk about it. Um, but pretty much what I landed on on was an HP Omen. So I was between that and a Dell, uh, and I was not a Dell, but you know, a Dell computer. Um, and I just happened to stumble across a factory certified refurbished uh, laptop on Amazon that was about Oh, for the hardware that I got, it's about seven or eight hundred dollars under retail price. So I just couldn't pass it up. Uh, so I bought it, and it's got a really good processor, really good graphics card, really good screen. I'm thinking I should be able to render videos and put out content much more efficiently, which I'm super pumped about. Uh, you know, but other than that, like I said, I'll still keep the other guy too. Um, Homework. Speaking of homework, I I wanted to record this podcast earlier. It's it's eight thirty p.m. at this point, Monday night, uh, April twenty third. I for the last oh my god, for the last three and a half hours, I've been staring at an Excel document that has a hundred and twenty plus thousand, a hundred and twenty thousand data entries for uh, the Centers of Medicaid Services healthcare data metrics, basically, uh, in layman's. Pretty much to do with this class that I'm, I'm, I'm currently in school. Uh, it's online, but it's for uh, MBA in healthcare. Um, and it, it's going pretty good. I'm about four courses deep, uh, and, and so far it hasn't been that difficult. I consider myself uh, not to be like, a cunt or anything like that. But I, I mean, I consider myself fairly intelligent. I can do schoolwork. I can read, I can write fairly well. I can present information, but this assignment right now that we have is just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and Excel documents make me want to just drive my head through the wall. I just can't imagine how anybody does anything. I don't, I mean, I, I've, you know, shout outs to you. If you use Excel documents in your daily life, they really make me want to kill myself. Uh, I just, they're terrible. And with so much data and trying to extrapolate the information that they want and then compile it into a new table and blah, 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 blah. I just, I'm so over it. So basically, I, I'm super lost. I emailed my professor. Hopefully, he emails me back sometime. I'm wanting to get all this done um, before Thursday when the girlfriend comes to visit. Woo-wee. Super excited about that. 
Um, Erica's coming on Thursday this week. Uh, her plane lands in D.C. at like 6.30. I have to double check. But I'm going to pick her up. We're going to spend the weekend together. I'm super excited about that. So I'm trying to get all this schoolwork like out of the way first. But good Lord. So hopefully my professor emails me back and I can get some guidance, some direction. I can get something turned in and just be done with it. But anyway, on a lighter note, on a boozier note, as I take another sip of Magically Delicious IPA. That's really good. Um, What do we got going on as far as hi-hat brewing? Uh, I've still got the... Pink Boot Hop Dry Hop Berliner Weiss going. I actually dry hopped that with a little over two and a half ounces of hops on Friday night. It is now Monday night, Tuesday when you're hearing this. So uh, I'm planning on transferring that to the keg on Wednesday. I've upped the temp. Uh, I, if you remember, I think I said last time I did ferment that with uh, 3470 lager yeast. So it's been holding at about 56, 58 degrees. I upped the temperature to 62 when I put the dry hops in. I'm pretty sure it was already at final gravity then. It reached 10.07, uh, down from 10.33. Not a huge beer. It's only going to be like 4%, but that's normal for the style. Um, but I threw the dry hops in in a stainless, one of those stainless canisters, sort of mesh uh, cylinders. Uh, threw that in there on Friday. Going to give that about five days. So Wednesday, I'm going to transfer that to a keg. I'll take another gravity reading just to be sure, but I'm fairly certain that it's reached final gravity. Um, the initial tasting that I did of it, it it's very clean. It's very tart. Uh, there's not a lot of residual sweetness left from the malt. Uh, it tastes, honestly, it tastes exactly like lemonade. Um, that lactobacillus plantarum or whatever is the strain that i use to kettle sour it got down to 3.3 ph uh it's it's significantly tart not sour but it's tart um and it it's very lemony and i've read other people uh, online mention that same characteristic from that strain um it tastes very good i'm excited to see what that big dry hop in parts i'm hoping to get a little more citrusy sort of fruity aromas and character out of it hoping it's not too dank and grassy i know that pink boot hops uh, i don't have any i haven't tried any beers that commercial breweries have put out with it but i'm just reading about it um it's like six six or seven different hop five or six maybe the hop varieties i know there's some galaxy in there uh i think azeka but then there's also like uh i don't know if it's cascade or maybe chinook there's a couple like more grassy sort of uh, danky hop varieties in there. So I'm hoping it doesn't give too much of that. I don't know how well that would mesh with tartness. Um, but nonetheless, uh, pretty good sized dry hop. So I'm excited to get that into a keg start getting that carved up and see how it turns out. My very first kettle sour so far, I think it's going pretty good. So, um, Aside from that, not a whole lot. I've been playing around with the new beer line, the uh, Ultra Bev Flex Ultra, whatever it's called that I uh, that I showed in the unboxing video. If you watch that, I did actually put together one uh, piece with a picnic tap and put on the keg that I currently have in the fridge, which has the uh, Jalapeno Red Ale. Um, I'm having. I think I accidentally overcarbonated that beer some time ago. I turned the pressure up uh, a little higher. I thought I was going to bottle some of it. I thought I was going to bottle it from the keg and then just toss the rest out because the jalapeno is so strong in that beer that I'm just, 
I don't really want to sit and drink it. It's not bad. Like, it's not bad enough to pour out, but I'm just kind of like, why am I sitting on it? Because I know I'm not going to drink all three gallons by myself. So I was going to bottle some up. I decided not to, so I turned the pressure back down. But I think in doing that, um, I overcarbonated the beer. And so I've been having some issues getting that carbonation dialed back down. So I've been playing with that for a few days, taking it off gas, purging the keg, blah, blah, blah. Um, otherwise, really just looking forward to the National Homebrew Day, Brew Day. Uh, as I said, probably going to do a barley wine uh, and stream that. So I'm going to probably start getting the ingredients together for that after this after this weekend. Um picking up the water, build up a yeast starter, all that kind of stuff. I've got a few strains of yeast on hand, actually, still that I've uh, harvested from from big starters that I've made since I've been here in Maryland. So, um, honestly, as far as Maryland goes, um, I don't know how much longer I'll be here. I'm, I'm technically only signed till May 19th. I keep thinking they may offer an extension just because of uh, circumstances at work. Uh, they're a little shorthanded still, but I haven't heard any words, so I could be leaving in a few weeks. So the, uh, the barley wine could be my last brew, uh, in Maryland. Don't know where I'll be going next if that's the case, but uh, I'll definitely keep you guys posted. Maybe I can land somewhere close to whoever you are listening to this. Um, we get a brew day in or something. Um, Let's see what else. I picked up uh, some new CO2 tanks. I made a post about that today, actually. Uh, so since picking up the three-gallon kegs, you know, I've only got the uh, I only got the paintball. They're like one. I think they're like 24 ounces, something like that, um, CO2 tanks. They're pretty small. And that's what I always use with the one-gallon kegs. And actually, they work fine if you're um, – if you're, Using one gallon kegs like the uh, the one that I sold here a while back, I still have one more that I'm going to keep. You can purge that, you can fill it with beer, you can serve it. I can get through like four or five of those uh, worth of beer without having to refill one of those paintball CO2 tanks because they really don't take that much CO2 to even purge the empty one if that's what you want to do. But now that I've stepped up to the three gallon kegs, uh, those little CO2 guys don't really last that long. Actually, in the the past bottling video that I did of the uh, Imperial Porter, I didn't really talk about it too much in that video, but I actually ran out. I actually emptied both of those bottles during that whole process. Uh, One, just purging that empty keg before putting the beer into it to make sure there was no oxygen. Obviously, that took a lot of CO2 to fill that three gallon space uh, multiple times emptied a bottle doing that and then again trying to purge each bottle with co2 before uh, filling it with beer i emptied my second bottle it just got really frustrating and i quickly realized that since i've stepped up the size of my kegs i'm also going to have to step up the size of my co2 bottles so i did just that uh ran across a pretty good deal on craigslist for uh 20 pound <laughs> 20 pound co2 bottles uh, i was really just going to get five a five pounder uh, that's what i had in mind Good small size, easy to take with me, and plenty for my purposes. Um, but I think you know a, a new five pound bottle. Some the cheapest I could find online was something somewhere around sixty sixty five bucks. Um, uh, quite a bit more than that in the home brew store. And then I don't know. I found a pretty good deal on a twenty pound tank, and I thought, well, what the hell? If I'm you know for the price that they were asking. 20 pounds is way more than I need, but it's still not a giant tank. I mean, you can still easily carry it. Um, 
and so whatever i just bought it uh actually bought two it was a it was a two deal uh he had two of them that he was selling and um got a pretty good deal on them so i'm trying to sell the second one because i certainly don't need two 20 pound co2 tanks but they're kind of hard to unload just because you can't really market yourself because what are you gonna do ship a 20 pound tank you know like not that easy to do so i'm just looking for local guys but who knows maybe i still have it for a while and if i travel with it maybe i'll run across somebody who needs it uh give them a good deal on it but uh, bought that bought a new regulator to go with that haven't actually gotten a full tank yet uh probably need to do that soon i considered doing it before i transfer this blender vice just to have on hand but i also got the uh, paintball tanks real refilled last weekend so i don't know i might just use those for the time being um but pretty much uh, that's about all that's been going on as far as this week. Um, like I said, looking forward to having the girlfriend come out. We're actually going to go to Washington, D.C. I'm sure we'll go to a few breweries. Um, number one on the list, uh, Friday we're planning on – I actually took off work. So Friday we're planning on driving over to the coast, over to Ocean City. Um, and it's pretty close to Burley Oak. And I've seen a lot of good things online with them, so I'm really hoping we stop by there. Um don't know if we'll have time to hit a brewery in D.C. or not. I know there's some good ones in that area, but, you know, we neither of us have ever been to Washington, D.C., so we're definitely going to try to hit up some monuments or, you know, all the touristy type stuff. So I don't know how much time we'll have, but I'm sure we'll get a beer in or something. I'll snap some pics and share with you guys on the social media. Um, I'm hoping I can talk her into recording a podcast. Uh, that would be kind of fun. So maybe we can get two, two people on the podcast for once, a little back and forth, add an extra dynamic to the show. Um other than that, guys, uh, that's pretty much going to do it for this week. Uh, looking forward to the future. Looking forward to the Twitch stream. Hope you guys check into that. Please go over to Twitch if you're on there. Find Hi-Hat Brewing. Even if you're not on there, check it out. If you're not into watching people play video games, I totally understand that because I don't do it either. Um, but get on Twitch. Find Hi-Hat Brewing. Subscribe to it. Like it. Follow it. I'm not sure what you do on there, but do one of those. Make sure you don't miss out on future stuff. Uh, also go over to Snapchat and follow Hi Hat Brewing at Hi Hat Brewing on Snapchat, uh, all one word. If you're on Snapchat, I post daily on there. I actually post, uh, beer reviews on there, uh, snap some pictures of whatever I'm drinking. I think it's a cool way to interact because you can quickly just kind of send somebody a message or a snap, um, right then. It's a little quicker back and forth. I don't know. If you're into that kind of thing, do it. Appreciate it. No matter what. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Always. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Cheers.